Hey guys, welcome back to the show. There's one thing I want to talk about before we get into this longer episode. Um, I hit 250 plays on the show, and you might be listening to this on the other end, like 250 plays. I mean, you got a cool podcast. I enjoy listening to it. It's not like 250 plays is a lot. It's not a big milestone. But to me, that's a huge milestone. Because like about a month ago, when I was consistently started doing this, I was I made a couple of them. I thought that they were pretty good, but I didn't think that they were ever going to get popular. So my brother listened to it, my dad listened to it, my mom listened to it. I had like five podcasts and what and I had like eight or nine views and I was like, if I'm only I'm only getting like one view a podcast, I don't I don't know. It's like I work to do this, I enjoy doing this, um, but why I don't I was thinking about just stop doing it because because I it wasn't it didn't seem very popular, but uh but you guys have really pushed me and motivated me to keep posting about topics I love I enjoy watching, and I like to give you information about it. But anyways, thank you so much for 250 plays. But anyways, this episode will have a bit have have a this episode will be about the NFL draft. This is like an NFL series two, but the NFL draft. It will be about the wide top three wide receivers. Um, and other big names, like my opinions on quarterbacks. Um, but it's all coming up on the show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, so our first segment here today is welcome back to the show, first off. But anyways... I'm going to start off with a few draft profiles and what are probably going to be the top three wide receivers in this year's draft. Best deep threat, Jalen Waddle. Another one out of Alabama, and the Heis- obviously the Heisman Trophy, Devontae Smith, in my opinion, has the best route running. And lastly, another SEC standout. SEC seems to always be producing the wide receivers. I mean, I guess it's the best conference, but still, he's the best catch in traffic, dude. But uh, start off with, it's a very good wide receiver draft market in my opinion this year if there's an NFL team that needs a wide receiver and there are a few who might like to add another great weapon to their arsenal now this year this year's draft is the time I'll give a few profiles of the guys I listed above all right first up um Jalen Waddle. he's a great great all-around talent he can line up in the slot on the outside for deep balls, and sometimes out the backfield for runs. He's a very large catch radius and has speed some players could find impossible to reach. Like, I would expect, had he run it, had it not been for his ankle, I would I would expect it like a 4-2 or low 4-3. Um, but anyways, uh, with, the, with the speed and large catch radius along with the all-around game, he can be a very, very reliable option for an offense. The main con for him, though, in my opinion, is the fact, yes, he's unreal speed and a large catch radius, but when a safety or a corner can stay with him who is equivalent speed, not many of them do, but some of them do, as more will be able to in the NFL, he's a bit undersized and can have trouble catching in traffic. Uh, but now I'm going to talk about where he could possibly land in this year's draft. My draft projection is a couple of teams. I know they were talking about taking a QB for competition or insurance for Jalen Hurts, but they passed on Justin Jefferson last year, and the Minnesota Vikings sw- scooped him up. And I, and Justin Jefferson's obviously been a gem in the rough, diamond in the rough, but I think that they need another weapon for Jalen Hurts. I, I don't really see... 
I think Jalen Hurts, he he was inconsistent at times. Um, he had to pick it up with his legs. He couldn't throw at times, but he needs a better core. I don't. I think Jalen Rieger and crew. I think Jalen Rieger. He still has some upside, but I think Jalen Hurts needs another weapon to prove how good he really is. Um, for that offense, and then our second landing spot that's possible is the Giants. Is a similar situation as in Philadelphia, maybe a little different though. Daniel Jones is probably if he doesn't do well this season, he might be gone. He might be done. Uh, I think another drafting another weapon alongside Kenny Galladay would really help Daniel out. Really help the Giants out. Um. Now we'll talk about the second player, who is Devontae Smith, who is definitely the best route runner. He's a he's definitely smaller, but with his route running, he can really do it all. But anyways, that's a skill that he needs to have because how small. And he does it, he has it, and he does it well. And then there are quite a few pros. Um, he's a very reliable receiver in the way that he he has an open throw and catch. He, he does not. I don't think I've ever seen him drop an open ball. Um, or a pass that's been, if you just put it in his area, he will catch it. Um, also, despite his size, he can catch in traffic pretty well. And another very, very reliable receiver. If you need a big a big play in a big moment, or you need that TD at the end of a game to get the dub, he's the guy to go to. Because out of, out of Jamar Chase, who I'm going to talk about last, uh, Jalen Waddle, and, well, I guess Jalen Waddle's the best catch in traffic, but all-around catching, um, all around, uh, Devontae Smith is a great, great option. But uh, anyways, now I'm going to talk about his couple of projections. There are a few teams potentially tar- targeting Smith. The Eagles have many different options at wide receiver, and he he could land there. He could land. They could land with Jalen Waddle. They could land with really any good wide receiver that's left on the board. But anyways, Miami or Detroit. Although Detroit may possibly go with the QB if a good one is still on the board after losing Matt Stafford to the Rams. But moving on to our last uh, wide receiver that we're going to talk about today. Uh, he's potentially the first wide receiver off the board, although there there are many uh, that could go first. Moving on, he has solid speed. He ran a 4.38 at his pro day at LSU. Also, is pretty, pretty good size. Another thing is that he can fit all schemes, and he set multiple records at LSU. Now, he's going to have to translate it into the NFL, but I really think he probably can. Um, moving on to his projections, he could be reuniting with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Cincinnati may take an offensive lineman with the fifth pick with either Panay Sewer or Rashawn Slater to patch up uh, what has been an abysmal offensive line, but I can definitely if I can definitely see Jamar still available for him with QBs most likely going with at least three of the top five picks. So, uh, but we'll now talk about the top probably what will be the top three picks in the draft, all quarterbacks. All right, moving on to our final segment on today's show, um, the top three. Potential top three picks in the draft. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is probably the best prospect in this draft and the best QB in this draft. He would definitely probably go to the Jaguars under Urban Meyer. Uh, speaking of Urban Meyer, one interesting thing is is I wonder how Urban will do at Jacksonville because historically successful college coaches haven't made very good NFL coaches. Not to say Urban is a bad coach. He's obviously a great coach. Just the NFL is different for some perspective. 256, 65, and 1. 
is Nick Saban's college co- coaching record, and he was 15 and 17 in Miami. Even he said the NFL is not for me. But anyways, get back on topic. Trevor Lawrence, obviously the best prospect. Um, he can run the ball. He can sling it far. Consistency. He's very good at that. But moving on to Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones probably has the best accuracy. Trevor Lawrence has great, great accuracy. But if you if you watch uh, Mac Jones, he I don't think I really even when he took over for Tua the other year, I didn't really see him miss very many throws. Um, if you if you can create space, you can trust Mac to get you the ball deep down the field um, and sling it. I projected him earlier in the first round. I projected him earlier, later in the first round, but it seems like San Francisco is going to take him with the third pick, as multiple sources have said. Um, but who knows? I think he can be a, a great option. I don't know. Will he back up? If he does end up going to San Francisco, will he back up Jimmy G? Will Jimmy G start? And if Jimmy G isn't doing very well, will they put Mac in? I don't know what that situation could be. But moving on to Justin Fields, I project him to land def- probably in Atlanta just unless San Francisco takes Justin Fields because with Matt Ryan being 35, he Matt Ryan is probably going to move on to either his last contract, retire in the next three or four years. Um, and I think – they need a new quarterback to take the reins for the Falcons um, because Matt Ryan, obviously 35, I just said that, but he's the best dual threat quarterback out of really any quarterback, one of the, any quarterback, maybe behind Zach Wilson, but uh, he doesn't throw the ball as well as Lawrence or Jones, but for a dual threat can throw very, very well. Um, But now, I guess we'll do a fourth one. Zach Wilson, um, he's a very, very good guy, similar to Justin Fields. I can't decide who's better. Will, will uh, with the second pick, will the Jets take Justin Fields? Will they take Zach Wilson? I think Zach Wilson can be a very clear landing spot after the Jets got rid of Sam Darnold down to Carolina. They're definitely taking drafting a new quarterback to take the reins up in New York. Um, Zach Wilson, great. Obviously, a great quarterback. I don't really. There's not much to say about him. He can scramble the ball, for just like Justin Fields, for a dual threat guy. He can he can really uh, have very very great accuracy um, in the pass game. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of NFL Series Two. Sorry for the short break, but I have two announcements. Well, I already talked about one, the first one. So why did I even put that in there? I know. Um, I'm considering making a YouTube channel. I haven't for my podcast, but I haven't released it yet. Um, but I will let you guys know when I have, so you can head over there. Maybe subscribe if you want to. But anyways, I'll talk to you next time on Fast Break Sports. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and see you later.